What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everyone. It's been a break, but we are back for Math Season 16, Episode 21 for Maths After Party. Hi, Aid. Hi. <laughs> so how did we feel about Jamel? I, I really like Jamel. I think she did just fine here. But the only... So, Jamel, I used to watch her when she had her show on ESPN. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> maybe it's because the topic is not sports. Maybe she's mellowed in the intervening years. But I'm like, this version of Jamel is very chill. <laughs> yeah. Um, My impression of it was like... like I think just fine is the best way to do it because... Where Keisha had the opportunity to build a relationship all season long with them, this is technically her first time meeting them. So it's like a stranger. And you have to be cautious, and this is her first time on the job. And I felt she was more professional. Mm-hmm. So everything was just proper by the book. And honestly, I think they did more talking than she did. Which so. is kind of not a bad thing for After Party, where we want to hear from the people. Yeah. And we... <laughs> Keisha's our friend who we see every week. Yeah. But like you said, this is Jamel. She's she's the fill-in. She's a good fill-in. I'm I think she's fine as a fill-in. Um yeah. but you can't like Kiki the way that Keisha does. And I think that with the guests, they're freer. Now we know the decision. You don't have to play and keep saying, Oh, we're hoping that we open up in the next week and it's done. <laughs> the pretense <laughs> is done. So there's a different air um to it. So yeah, it was fine. And it makes for a better show that they're yeah. free. Mm-hmm. So the people who are free this week are Aris, Nicole, and Shaq. <laughs> Jamel is like, it's great to meet you guys. Um, I'm glad she gave us her background on watching math. She says she's a huge fan. She watches it with her husband. She's she's here somewhat as a fan. And she does admit that she yells at them. And now she gets to yell at them in person. And then she proceeds to never yell at them. Never. For a <laughs> I think she does a few episodes of Couples Couch also, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. 
Child. Her name was on the list. I have never. We don't watch it, but her name was on the list of people. I, I'm just like Jamel. Couples couch. They better be writing you a very good check. I just still think they dropped the ball on not getting a past cast member to do this. And by past past cast member, I mean Amani. To be honest with you. <laughs> I think you temporary three episodes or however many episodes just do that. I don't know why. I, I'm a, I guess I agree with you because I still haven't watched that thing. I don't know how anybody. I, I'm a, I would love to see Amani do this. I, I just would love to see someone who would call people out. Out, yes, and not concerned about you know. Even if it was Beth, honestly, I don't care. If it was Beth, Beth don't give a fuck. <laughs> But I just think it should have been a past cast member. But I also don't think don't know if they feel like if they did did that, it's kind of a slight to Jamie. No, <laughs> this is all. I think it's because a I never really loved Jamie on back when it was unfiltered. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like this is business. If someone could do your job better than you, they might get your job. <laughs> Speaking of Jamie, we did have a listener who called in and just realized that the Jamie we've been talking about was Jamie and Doug. And this whole time they thought it was like Beth and Jamie. So they went that back person, to old episodes. That person must have been so confused. It must have been. It was so funny to me. Shout out to you. Every time they said she, they, anyway. <laughs> um, Nicole... The dress is a choice. <laughs> Studio 54. <laughs> it wasn't even a dress because when she went to pick up the drink, there's a slit all the way up. So I didn't know if it was like pants with a slit no, or if it was a dress, actually. I don't know. Of every single item of clothing she has worn on After Party, this is the worst. She should have stuck to the theme. So far all season, everyone wore bright color. Well, it was a bright color, but bright pastel uh, the bold like it was jewel tones a lot of jewel tones it was bronze like no no i mean like previously oh. it's been a lot of jewel tones yeah and so they should have stuck with that yeah shack looked good yes shack looked good in his light pink suit jamel was in pink too eris i was not a fan of those pants i, I didn't think the pants really went with the shirt i didn't get it at all I don't know what that was about. It was a mix and match, but it was just like a, I don't care, decision day's over. I'm done. (laughs) I hope they get paid really well. This has got to be so time consuming. It's flying out to LA however many times they have to. I hope the money's good. Um, (laughs) So Jamel asked them, well, what's it like to transition back into normal life? Nicole says they're still together. Sigh of relief. And they're adjusting to life without cameras. Eris says that it's weird that strangers know his name. He'll just be like walking down the street, someone calls his name, he looks at someone he knows, and then it's a stranger. (laughs) Um, Shaq says that he's getting back in the groove, friends, family, work. It's refreshing to have his peace back. I was like, I mean, maybe you did make the right decision if that's truly how you feel. No, he did. This man seemed like he was burdened by curse. Like the way he makes it sound was like this <laughs> one brought <laughs> the opposite of peace to his heart. <laughs> oh. Um, Jamel says something about people coming out of the experience stronger. Jamel says the name of the drink. I don't remember what it was. I don't remember what's in it. Um, 
Jamel then turns to Shaq and she says, you stunned us all by asking for a divorce, which I will admit is kind of true. Um, I was a little stunned. Um, so they watch the clip and she says, what are your emotions? And he says he got emotional and it was because he made a decision for himself. He mentions that he tried to talk to Kirsten about it beforehand. And she told him that his decision was his decision. So he says that he didn't know his decision until that moment. And see, this is where I actually appreciated Jamel because she did ask the questions that we have been asking. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamel asked, well, weren't you curious about what it would be like to like, you know, to, to talk about making the decision beforehand? Um, and he says like, well, they would make a decision, but they're not thinking like, let's get past D-Day and see if we could work. He did wonder if he made a bad decision, but he has no regrets and he wishes they could have been on the same page. So I guess he was trying to say that he wishes Kirsten would have said no to. <laughs> Aid, my notes say, and I quote, nothing Shaq has just said made sense. <laughs> I'm so annoyed by how this man cannot answer questions. <laughs> He goes around and around and around and I'm just dizzy with nothing to show for it. Like he was going on. I was like, what, what are you talking about? Then I wish we were on the same page on what? <laughs> I really thought he was saying, I wish she would have said no too. <sighs> or that maybe he wishes that he wishes she would have said yes. Who knows? <sighs> Anyways. So fake ass who doesn't exist. Jesse <laughs> <laughs> from steamboat Springs. Basically says, well, this is the fake social media they always have. How could there be social media for a decision we know was just made this evening? Or we just saw it. So this fake question they come up with is like, well, Shaq, you said that you didn't think that you could be the man that she wanted you to be. But she said yes. So clearly she thought you were the man you wanted to be. Why didn't you say yes? Um, Shaq says, well, she has said a lot about her dad and how important me being like her dad was. And then I just met the man that week. (laughs) So I was like, uh, okay. Um, Jamel asked Nicole what she thought. And she's like, I just thought maybe if they gave it more time and take away the cameras and take away me interfering, (laughs) there could have been more growth. But I respect him from listening for listening to his intuition instead of doing what was expected. I think Jamel gave him a good answer when he said he just met the man the week and Jamel immediately was like, well, the only way to get to know him more is by staying married. And he's like, that's true. (laughs) Or maybe he met the man and he knew that. (laughs) 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 Maybe he met the man and said, I don't ever want to be anything like that. So if that's what you want from me, let me just dip now. I don't know. We'll never know what the true thing was, but it really just reeked of feeling like you weren't good enough. And I don't know if it's like she made you feel that way or you just feel that way. Because once you tell yourself something, nobody else can convince you otherwise. So I, I will give that. Um, and I know that, especially in the main episode, like I think I'm pretty hard on Shaq. But this is a woman who said, I want you to buy me a house. And this is a woman who said, well, you need to be like my dad. And maybe it's better to just exit that situation when you're like, you have some really high expectations that I'm just not really willing to meet. So. It just occurred to me that I don't think we've been clear where we stand 
on my end, I think he made the right decision. <laughs> like, they're not supposed to be together. Like, for all the things that we're saying, it's it's just been so, con- what's the word? Contentious the entire time. Like, it just shouldn't be that hard. So I know Carson thinks they would have found their way. But if he's feeling some type of way, and maybe it was just wrong timing with all the things he had going on, I think he made the right decision. I think where we're all stunned is I didn't think he would say no. I thought he would just write it out and figure it out. You know, I'm so glad we're having this discussion. I think for me, it was really the expectations. I felt like the direction in which their relationship was going, I did not expect him to say no. But based on everything I've seen over the past eight weeks, I think you're, you're right. He made the right choice. Yeah. If we talk about the blame, I, I actually think that they can share the blame for this going sideways. Um, but I also think in the beginning, Kirsten was getting a lot of the blame. And then mm-hmm. towards the end, we start to see that Shaq is equally responsible. And I think because I've had that change, I'm yeah. now like more like, oh, we got to get on Shaq because we really got on Kirsten. But I think they're equally to blame for the breakdown of this. But I think it's a depiction of their relationship. They cannot get on the same page. (laughs) Like he was all in. He was so open. You could literally see when he shut down. And then he felt like it looked like he did not even like her presence at all. So I don't know. And again, it's not like they couldn't have made it work. It just would have been a very difficult marriage. And while I respect the no... There is a part of me that thinks maybe if they would have stayed together and worked on things, this could have worked out. Yeah. Again, if Shanice and Jeffy made it work. <laughs> the same way I thought you didn't have, you had to argue when I saw Danielle and Bobby, I'm like, you can do that. But if Shanice and Jeffy found a way, if they had just given it more time, I feel like they had, we're not in it, but I feel like they had enough to work with and work on, but we're not in it so we don't know all the other things and maybe it wasn't possible i think what we have is we think that if they we don't know if they would have made it but we're they we think they could have if they might have tried i'm gonna be so mad at them if they do get back together though because there's been because i just feel like Shaq just made too much mention of them being back together and maybe you'll be me maybe i'll come back maybe i'm like are these easter eggs we're supposed to be picking up um There's just a part of me that would be really shocked if Kirsten would go for it. She, I think you underestimate how much she doesn't want to go back to the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Better the devil you know. Not that Shaq is a devil, but you know. Yes, yes, I understand. It's, it's a turn of phrase. Um, <laughs> so then, Jamel asked Eris, like, did you know um, about Decision Day before Decision Day? Did you know what you were going to say? And Eris is like, yeah, I knew. And I discussed it with Jasmine because Clint told me that Jasmine might say yes. So he made sure to tell her beforehand that his decision was going to be no. I kind of appreciate him for that. I think that the part that has a little bit less fidelity for me is how... I'm not sure if Clint had good information. I don't think Clint said it Oh, the way I interpreted it was just like, there might be a chance that she might say yes. So if there's a chance that she's going to say yes, and the chance is 50-50 because you can either say yes or no. So I don't think he said it like, oh, she's going to say yes. I had good intel because who's going to tell him? So I think he was just saying like, if there's a chance she's going to say yes, like don't 
embarrass her or whatever and stuff like that. And you just have to tell her. That's my interpretation. But I don't know if that's me hoping that's what happened. <laughs> I, I I think that I would be really disappointed to find out that Jasmine was really planning to say yes until Eris said, oh, no, I'm saying no. Yeah. Um, Jamel asked Shaq if he would do anything differently and he says he wouldn't shut down so much Um, as he looks back he can see that like school and work and everything really had an effect on him but you have to live with your decision Um, Mm -hmm. Nicole once again voices her hope that maybe they'll get back together or something life happens she says okay I'm very curious to wonder why and I wish Jamel had asked Shaq like Maybe hindsight's twenty twenty, but with school, work, and your busy schedule, how did you think you were going to fit in a marriage with cameras and someone you just met? That would be a question. That would be a question. So they played the clip of Aunt Pat with Jasmine and the whole talking about Eris not being ready for marriage. And Jamel asked Eris what he thought about it. He was like, oh, T.T. Pat, I love her. Like, he's still calling her T.T. Pat. (laughs) That I love her, but it is what it is. You know, there are people that are not attracted to me, and I'm fine. And, you know, we talked about it, and it was detailed. I let her know. Jamel asked him, what can you reveal? He said the first night when they moved into the apartment that Jasmine woke him up at 2 a.m., and asked why they don't have sexual chemistry and he should be honest with her. He said some things that he said weren't easy to say since he just met her, but he laid it all out and then they just tried to move on from there. Jamel is like, well, what did you say? (laughs) And then he's like, I can't say it, that he has to keep that private and he's not trying to talk her down and she doesn't deserve for that to come out. It's almost like the I can't say it though is worse. (laughs) Because then it's like, dude, what did you say? What did yeah. you say? And then the whole, like, she woke me up at 2 a.m. It's like, you know, he, is he saying that he was, like, sleep deprived and he just, like, went very truthful? Because I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't think what, I don't think whatever he said should have been said. But if he was being held hostage <laughs> to sleep, if he didn't say it, I mean, what's the man supposed to do? <laughs> How did you get there? <laughs> me held hostage. I feel like it's one of those things where things are in your mind and you just have to get it out. And she just woke him up and was like, okay, so what's the issue? Let me know. But I feel like maybe your filter would work better at like nine in the morning versus 2 a.m. True that, true that, true that. But I think it's Aries. Aries just <sighs> says, he says things. But who's to blame for whatever he said? Is it her for waking him up and making him say it or him to saying it? I don't know. She told him to be on. I don't know. It depends on how bad whatever he said is. Okay. Yeah. Jamal asks what their relationship is like post-divorce. And he says, oh, we have a great relationship. And she's dating right now. And Nashville is small, especially black Nashville. So he's got like three text messages of people saying, hey, I've seen your wife with another man. And they all laugh about that. Wife doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you make can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. 
Summer is coming and it is time for all of us to go on vacation. You can use the money you earn from Earn In to buy a new bathing suit or some new clothes for your fun summer vacation. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Autocall on the podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's Autocall on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you can eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their ginger lime mule, and Grapefruit Paloma, which happens to be my favorites, you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much, so Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. I remember saying that Black Nashville was small when we found out that he slept with an acquaintance of Jasmine. <laughs> I said, I bet you were like, I bet you all the Black people in Nashville probably are connected and looky-loo here. <laughs> They play the clip of Eris and Cheese and his girlfriend saying that he's ready to get back in the dating scene. And Jamal asked that he said attraction was a major issue. And yet here he is saying that he's open to dating any kind of woman. He said, well, I just mean someone that I find attractive. And you know what I'm about to say, Aid. Why can none of these people answer a question? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> he was like, I'm saying that they could be tall, short, as long as I find them attractive. And we're like, okay. So Jamel asked Nicole and Shaq how they feel about Eris being so open to being out there on the dating scene. Shaq says, one thing you're going to get from Eris is that he's very straightforward and the streets are calling and he's a runner. Again, they find that very funny. Eris is a runner. Like, literally, he runs every day, like, miles. Um, Nicole says, now's the time for him to get out there and he can go out there and be intentional with his dating. Jamel asked for an update on Cheese's girlfriend if Raven set him up. And he said that Cheese went through the friends and was like, yeah, it's not going to work. 
and there was no one <laughs> that he matched with. I think it went more like cheeses, like, yeah, we're not going to risk this <laughs> friendship and you're going to piss someone off. We have to stay friends with these people. Like, take your business out here. <laughs> so Jamal asked Eris about if there's any DM action. And he says, yeah, they're coming, but he's waiting for the show to play out completely. So, guys, right after the season finale, the real actual season finale of the season, if it ever ends, then we'll know what's up with Eris and his dating. I, I actually thought that it's a good move to wait until the season plays out in the sense that there's going to come a time when you're not going to have all this attention and it's going to mm-hmm. come pretty shortly after the, after the season is over. And I think there's something to be said for being like, let me just wait. Yeah. Okay. So then we see we Nicole and Chris, you know, signing their lease for their place. Um, and Nicole coming over with the packet, with the envelopes. And Jamel says, Nicole is prepared. She brought out the Trapper Keeper. I have no idea what a Trapper Keeper is. It's like a folder. Oh. The thing that has the thing. I don't know. It's like the plasticky thingy. And then you put things in there and it has that rubber thing to hold it. I had no idea that was called the Trapper Keeper. <laughs> I thought that was just an accordion file, but what what do I know? Um, Nicole just say that like she got a name change packet, and that's why everything is so organized and whatnot. Um, not to I I know I've mentioned this before, but just for anyone that's interested, like the service I use was Hitch Switch. They just send it to you everything in an envelope, even the envelopes that you're gonna use to mail it out to different places, and it's already like addressed and all that kind of stuff. So it's pretty helpful considering the administrative burden of changing your name, I, I'm glad that their service exists to make it easier. <laughs> or you could just keep your name and not deal with the bureaucracy. Um, I say this as a person who moved at this point months ago and has not changed her address on a single thing. Um, <laughs> J- <laughs> um, Jamel asks Nicole, how has life been after the, gra- uh, the grand experiment? And Nicole says, life is great. They plan to live separately. Her dog and her moved into the one bedroom apartment and now they live like a boring old married couple. So Jamila's like, well, what do you guys do? She's like, Monday through Friday, we work, we hang out, we go on date night and that they're working on planning another reception with more than 12 people. So I guess everybody's limited to 12 people per side. I could totally understand wanting to have another party. I'm surprised more couples aren't more proactive about doing this. Cost money. There's that cost money but also are they ever going to increase it like i know it went all the way down because of covid but are we gonna go back up you know i'd have to think how big were the pre-covid weddings they weren't that big but it was not 12 i I will say this we think that covid is over but on tv productions (laughs) covid is still alive and well yeah um as in they like even when i was watching summer house martha's vineyard you'll notice that the crew still has masks they probably test everybody like every day or every few days. Um, so I could see if they're still doing all the COVID protocols, then maybe, yeah, you still got to have 12 people on your wedding day, which sucks. Completely understand. Like a lot of TV production crew and stuff, they still always have their masks on. Like you remember the production crew with Candy and Todd in that scene, he still had his mask on for Atlanta. But if these people are doing events, didn't these people go to a water park? I Like crowds yeah. of people? You know, but when you think about it, all of their events in Gatlinburg, for the most part, were outdoors or like open air. 
no enclosed spaces except for like Jasmine and Eris at that that, <clears throat> that uh, gym place. Okay. Weird. How about the bar where the paid guys came? In? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, it felt very throwback. But anyways, um, so she says that they have a lot in the works, just normal good stuff. So then they show everybody hanging out at the axe throwing place. When Jamel said X's and axes, I did laugh. Um, <laughs> she says that they handled themselves great. Um, we show Jasmine asking if Kirsten and Shaq is the door closed. And Kirsten says the door is closed and he's, she's not calling him. Um, Jamel says if Luke's could kill... Um, and she's referring to Kirsten's facial expressions. And she asked Shaq what was running through his mind when he saw her. And he said that he didn't know how the interaction was going to be because he hadn't talked to anybody. Um, and he appreciated her saying how she felt, but he has to give her time and grace. Jamel says, like, well, you seem less sure here. It sounds like you want a contact or a friendship. Shaq says not a friendship, but not strangers. And watching the show back, he didn't know that he made her feel that way. Um, he learned some things, and maybe he should apologize. Eris says when he's asked, like, what does he think? He says that Kirsten has some pride and that she's still processing that this didn't end the way that she wanted to. Jamel asked a question I've always wanted to know. Is there a text thread? Are you talking to each other? <laughs> Nicole says that they are instructed not to speak to each other. I thought that was interesting. You're instructed not to speak to each other. Does that mean that you don't speak to each other? <laughs> she also said that she was told more than anyone. And she also said it was helpful because if Shaq had told her that he was planning to say no, she would have tried to talk him into saying yes. But that the days leading up to decision day are really important because you really need to be alone with your thoughts and not hearing from like your friends and family what they need so you can figure out what you need. I have a question. Let's go back to what you said about exes and axes. Is this because what did you just say? Where they met up was an axe throwing place? Yes. I don't know how I missed all this. So then where does the Dom and Clint kiss come in? Lord knows. But um, it was funny because in the preview they show them throwing axes at this meetup, but I don't actually remember it in that episode. Okay. So then we go on to them showing the clip of Nicole and her whole matchmaking and all that stuff. And Jamel laughs and tells her, like, Nicole, you know that you were being messy. And Shaq says, well, Nicole is going to be Nicole. I can never tell if Shaq thinks Nicole is cute or if he's annoyed by her antics. I actually think Shaq likes Nicole and each time I'm surprised because I feel like he should be annoyed with her. But the way he speaks and the things he said, he has no problems with Nicole, in my opinion. <laughs> so Nicole says that she knows that the internet and fans are going to come for her, but it was milling around and they were interested in each other. It was a tense moment because they just found out that Shaq and Kirsten weren't together. I'm like, what's that got to do with anything? <laughs> I mean, um, she says that so she volunteered to be the awkward person to break the tension. Volunteered to who? The producer? I don't know. Do you think she did this of her own volition or the producers asked someone to do it? Uh, that's a great question. I think Nicole is just naturally a bit of a shit star. <laughs> so I think that she did this of her own volition. Okay. 
So she says she knows that it looks uncomfortable, but they were trying to make um, Gina and Clint, sorry, Gina and Mac uncomfortable because it was funny. She keeps turning to Eris and Chat to back her up, I guess. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> Eris says it wasn't funny to Clint. <laughs> and then Nicole brushes it off and is like, oh, please. Clint couldn't care less. My Eris is close to Clint for many conversations that we've had. So if Eris is telling you like it wasn't funny to Clint, it's the same way I'll believe you if you say something wasn't funny to Kirsten because I know you guys are close. Eris and Shaq are trying to say like, no, he didn't. Like, did you see his face? And Nicole just kept saying, "Ugh, oh, please, are you going to say that that was his real face, that she's not going to buy it? Eris says, okay, fine. In the grand scheme of things, he didn't care but in that moment, he did. And it was probably like a male ego thing. This is the point where Jamel didn't even say a thing. They're just going at it, all three of them. <laughs> Mostly Eris and Nicole, because Shaq is just there. But I got to tell you, this made me really, really mad. Because now I'm beginning to think that because of Clint's, um, the way Clint is, his personality, everyone doesn't see him as a human being with feelings. So now everyone thinks you can just say anything that you want to, everyone being Gina and now Nicole, and it's okay because it's Clint and it doesn't matter. And it doesn't like, at the end of the day, he's still someone with feelings. So I can't imagine if that was done, like if the roles were reversed and that was done to Nicole or if someone just tried to match Shaq. I mean, he's the one who said no right there and all that. Like, come on. I do, I didn't think you needed to be explained why that was not okay. Um, I'm 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 not of the opinion that it was that bad. Okay. And I also just think it's very you gotta take Nicole as she comes. This is who she is. She doesn't try to hide it. No one is confused about who she is. I don't think she was being disregarding of, of Clint's feelings. I think she was just being Nicole. I and I I mean I get your point. Like you should be considerate of people's feelings. You should care. But I don't think it's like deciding that Clint is not important. It's just these people came here to get married. Like, if I can match make, let me match make. I think that if it was Shaq, because of Shaq's personality, there would be more thought put into being said. Like, what she would have said. But because Clint is always looking like happy-go-lucky and all that, I think that plays a part into choosing to make that statement and match make them in front of them. I think it's what I'm trying to say. It's a fair point, but I think it's less about the people involved and more about the relationships. I think it would be different for Shaq because Shaq and Kirsten had a real relationship. <laughs> I think for Gina and Clint, it's difficult to consider someone's feeling about a relationship that never existed. Yeah. I mean, I hear you. Like, I, in general, Nicole doesn't bother me. Well, not as much as like Gina or anything. Like, she doesn't bother me and I you accept people where they are. But also, at the same time, when things are done that are out of step, I mean, I know you don't think it's that bad. It, it, we can't just say, oh, that's just how you are, so it's okay. No. No, you're right. You can't just say that's... <laughs> if you're an asshole and that's just how you are, that's not okay. <laughs> so I don't think she had bad intentions. I'm not going to put that on her or anything. And again, it's still a TV show. Things have to keep moving. So, But it just irked me a little bit because I feel like, you know, Clint had to take it on the chin. And he's so good-natured, he's not going to make a scene out of it. Um, Nicole says that she agrees when Aries says like, it's like an ego thing. Aries said like, I mean, I didn't care. Shaq was like, I was in between Mac and Clint and I just kept looking back and forth. Like what is going on? 
Nicole says that Clint could have said, well, I don't think this is appropriate, Nicole. Like he's a man of his words. He usually says what's on his mind so he could have said it. She says she's not going to apologize because she's about to get heated and she's going to be heated. And Shaq is like, get her Twitter. I'm telling you, that's why I'm like, is he, does he think he's cute or is he joking? I don't think it, think it's cute is the, the term here. I just, every time I think Shaq should be bothered and it's not like Shaq's one of those people who remains unbothered. He's not bothered by Nicole. <laughs> But he's also the kind of person who likes to save face. Like he doesn't want to be out of character or seem like he's mad or anything. So um. I still think that if he was tired of Nicole interfering, I think Shaq would say something. And I don't know if I think he thinks it's cute, but he's okay with it. Whatever it may be, either he trusts the intentions or this stuff just really doesn't bother him. Yeah. But don't say get her Twitter. These are dangerous times. (laughs) (laughs) These are dangerous times. You don't throw things like that out there. Nicole is all like, I am who I am. You guys know who I am. You know, I called Dom and I told her she had to leave because she was visiting her friend in the hospital. And she says, great, fine. Like they can do whatever. Like Dom for sure. I know does not care, but (laughs) if Dom was there, I still have the same stance. Like, why are you doing this in front of these people's faces? So yeah, I, I, a- I would not even be, well, I would say the Dom and Max situation is different than the Gina and Clint situation because at the end of the day, Gina and Clint did stick it all the way through. Yeah. <laughs> Dom and Mac hung out for a week. <laughs> and then yeah, a happy I- week. Yeah. Um, so Nicole said that she wouldn't have done anything if she felt like feelings were involved and she loves Clint and she's sorry she hurt his ego. So she'll call him later and personally apologize. This is after she said she wasn't going to apologize. but She's not going to apologize to Clint. <laughs> she'll call him later to affirm her decision. And he'll probably give it to her. Because for some reason, no one really gets mad at Nicole. Well, we'll see if Kevin brings this up in the reunion. Eris um, says, like, Clint is fine. <laughs> like, you know, he's fine. <laughs> Jamel asks where they think they had the most growth. Nicole says that as mortifying as it was to see herself have these breakthroughs and breakdowns it was healing for her Eric says like you know sticking and seeing it through like he's very proud of himself for that three years ago him would have pulled a mac and dom Shaq says learning what vulnerability was and that was it for the episode we see the preview for next week and jamel tells us that next week's guests are going to be clint Eris, and mckinley so all the boys are in the house i'm excited to see what clint and mckinley have to say <laughs> because yeah that's the episode where dom and clint meet up right and I mean, mckinley meets up with gina i i don't know what is going on here i feel like they're gonna save this kiss for the last episode from the preview we can see that everybody's egging them on to kiss but maybe gina's gonna be mad about it which will be fascinating I, what am i don't anyway we'll, we'll all see this together they better not I, have this kiss when you're not around i want to discuss this with you I know, right? <laughs> Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call on Patreon. Chances are they're going to have this kiss when I'm not around them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we will... We don't know. Like we said, we're trying to figure out all our schedules, so... Stay subscribed. So you don't miss any new episodes.
There we go. We'll let you know. We promise. Bye, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.